Take the money and run. podcast show i'm your host trevor and tonight we are joined by alex alex how you doing tonight yo 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 wow it's, it feels great to say that i mean it just feels amazing doesn't it alex it it does it's 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 been a it's minute been, i mean when, seriously when was the last time uh we hit the good old start button on the uh the little iPhone. It must have been, I mean, since when did, I don't even know when Total Madness ended. It kind of all blends together. I think it was like late July, maybe like July 29th or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> July 29th was the finale. I think af, after that, we, I think we, we posted uh, one of our Mount Rushmore's, but I think we had recorded it before then. Okay. So um, I, to be honest, I thought we hadn't recorded like, remembering everything i feel like we haven't recorded since march or april it feels like yeah it, it feels like it feels like a long so, time by now i hope you guys know this is the total madness complete recap show from episode one to episode i don't even know how many episodes were there 18 17 16 i don't even know so we're going to talk about obviously the winners the losers the hoops of the world i mean there's still people today. I cannot believe they're even on the show. I mean, you look at them, and I mean, yeah. if I told you Jen Lee was on the show, I mean, who? Who? <laughs> so, I mean, Alex and I have can't come up with multiple awards. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Alex, how, how should we start this off? Should we just give a quick recap of the season, or should we just go straight into it? Yeah, award? I think. Yeah, so like you said, we we've already posted our uh, finale recap way way or back. Um, and so now that like a couple of months have passed, we'll do this one right now for the whole season. So yeah, like you said, we have about um, 10 awards, I think 10 like season awards, you know, to give out. Um, so before we do that, I figured, um, and we'll explain our picks and everything. And before we do that, I figured we would spend a little time just kind of like how we do our episode recaps, right? When we, when we start an episode like recap, we do like our opening thoughts, how we thought the episode went and everything. Um, so let's do the same for the season as a whole and kind of some of the bigger storylines that we saw this year um, on Total Madness um, to, to, to remind you and myself, because when I was, I, I had the, the Wikipedia page up just because it's been so long. Um, so obviously Bananas and Ginny were the two winners of the show. And then also in the final, we had Kyle, Corey and Fessy and Rogan from the guys and then Casey Bailey, Melissa from the girls. Um, yeah. The season started back in April. So, I mean, I mean, what overall in terms of, of quality of the season, what, where, where would you put total madness? I think it was a good season. Um, you know, it kind of shows, I mean, I don't know if you can tell or I can tell or whatever, but we don't really remember much from the season, but like it's, it's a season yeah. where I don't think it was that bad. 
like looking back at it like I don't know like I felt like War of the Worlds 2 for me I I just I just did not like that season at all um so Mm -hmm. like you know coming into this season I thought had a lot of potential it felt very like free agents-esque it wasn't like these giant teams everybody had to go into an elimination you know Wes and Bananas working together so I feel like there was definitely yeah. a lot going on, um, and I, I enjoyed the season, but like, I don't, I don't necessarily think it was like an amazing season or anything. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think, like you said, a lot of the kind of a lot of the middle part of the season is very forgetful, forgetful, um, and because I feel like the the first episode or the first you know part of the of the season, you had like. Um, just, you know, getting the challenge back. We were all in quarantine. Um, there was the Red Skull twist was being introduced. Uh, and we'll get into that later. And then I feel like the end was pretty good just because, like, the last couple of eliminations are always good. The final's good. And then that middle part of it, I feel like, really died down. And I feel like a, a big part of that was because of the, the Red Skull twist. I think at first we thought it was going to be, like, you know, the, the greatest twist that we've seen. And it, it, it had the potential to be. I just don't think it was executed perfectly because, like, pretty much from episode, I don't know, like, five to the end of it, you had – nobody was ever, like, uh, blindsided from going into an elimination, which I feel like is part of what makes the challenge so good. You know, when people betray each other, throw each other in, and you just didn't – you weren't able to get that this season. So I feel like that kind of takes away from it. But, yeah, I, I agree. Overall, I thought it was a good season. I think in my mind, like when you go from challenge season to challenge season, all you can ask for is that it's better than the last one. And I feel like, and I feel like just so that you, you know, you get the trajectory pointed in the right direction. And I feel like this one was better than war of the worlds too. And I think, like you said, that twist, I mean, it had the potential it was there. And I just felt like, you know, they, they kind of dropped the ball on it. Like, you know, you're watching it. You're like, okay, for sure for sure someone's going to uh, not, you know, have their golden ticket punched and Tej is just going to come in and just be like, Hey, why didn't you go in or anything like that? And, you know, it just felt, it, it, mm. it, it was just like, dang, like I wish that happened and it didn't happen. So, I mean, that was kind of annoying. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, what else was kind of there. What about, what about, uh, what about the bunker? You know, I really like the bunker. I really enjoyed it until you started to realize these people were going out like every single weekend and stuff. It it turned into not a bunker at all. So, you know, yeah, I just felt like if you're going to do it, then cut the bar scene, cut everything. Don't allow them to do any of that. And that, I mean, because Mm -hmm. then that, then it's really showing, um, you're, you know, trapped in a bunker, you're losing your mind because realistically, um, I, w- I would like to know, you know, day by day, you, you know, kind of everything, how it was mapped out. Because, you know, if you're literally, you know, I know we've been on the, I can't even speak right now. I'm kind of losing my train of thought. But what I'm saying is, you know, if you go have your elimination one day and then you know how the next day is like a daily challenge or whatever. And then you go out that night and then the eliminations the next day. I mean, that's what, four times a uh. week, three times a week you're going out. So, like, yeah. I don't know how much you can lose your mind. If you're really losing your mind because you're trapped in there for, what, like, 12 hours? Not even? Like, I don't, I don't know. 
I'm not a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan of that, how they were hyping it up. You know, they went to the bar every weekend, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another thing as I'm kind of thinking about it and looking at the cast here, another thing that I think kind of hurt the, the overall quality of the season was just the number of, of big names that went home early. And so like, I'm looking at the cast right now. And like, if you were to draw a line, like kind of halfway through the season and like who was eliminated by then you got guys like, regardless of how you feel about them as like a challenger, they're still like good names to have on, like as a TV character. And you got guys like Wes, Bear, Jordan, CT, Tori, Ashley, Jenna, Kayla, like all of these people were gone before we even reached the halfway point. And like, and, and some of the people that made it past them, you know, the Fessies, Casey's of the world, like they're good competitors, no doubt. Obviously they made it really far, but in terms of just like being like, you know, characters that we know and are good characters on TV, it, it kind of hurt it from, I think that aspect. Oh, absolutely. Of it as well. I mean, it, it, I mean, there was a stretch where it went for guys. You had Jordan gone, Bear gone and Wes gone back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before that was Jay, and then before that was CT. I mean, that's a pretty good – and say what you want about Jay, but he also won, you know, back-to-back eliminations, won against CT. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I it, for him, I felt really bad for, you know, because they were just, you know, kicking him to the curb, basically. Um, but, yeah. like, looking at it from the girls' side, it- I mean, like, you're losing Ashley, Tory, jenna and kayla i mean that's massive and then if you want to throw in one more person halfway maddie i mean that's huge yeah so yeah and i and i I, yeah i feel like you know one of the reasons we and other people you know tune into the challenge every week is to see people we know and to see people that are good on our tv we didn't really get that as much this season and then another thing going back to kind of this twist aspect with the red skull is if you think about the season there's almost no politics at yes all. i i was like, i that's... was going to bring that up because what's crazy is um what's crazy is it felt like so many people just wanted to volunteer they didn't care yeah exactly and there's so like it doesn't really give anybody like a chance to like make a move or like throw somebody under the bus and like obviously we saw a few people you know nominate themselves that was kind of the closest thing we got to that um but from a politics standpoint, I think it was one of the lower seasons. But just in terms of like a uh, a week to week, I think it was still good. And I think one of the things that the Red Skull twist did do was that it made like each elimination more meaningful. Because each time somebody knew won an elimination, you knew that they went from not having a shot to, to run the final to having a shot. And so like I feel like sometimes, you know, eliminations early on in the season or even later in the season – if, they, if it's against two bad people, you know that they're both probably going to go home anyway. It's not as interesting. Whereas this one, it was like the outcome of each elimination directly impacted what was going to go on in the final. Um, what was your opinion of the actual final itself? I know we kind of talked about it, obviously, in the uh, last episode recap. But kind of sitting back, watching it now, yeah. I just feel like, you know, I just feel like it was just a mess. I mean, final. Yeah, I agree. I think it was, I think it was pretty weak. Um, I think, I don't know. I feel like the final, these day, finals, these days are so hit or miss. Cause I feel like, I think war of the worlds one was like one of the hardest finals we've ever seen war of the worlds two. 
was not as hard just because it would be very hard to, to match that. But I think if you look back at the War of the Worlds 2 final, I think that was one of the few bright spots. I think it was a tough final. Um, and this one, I, yeah, I, I don't think it was super hard. I think, I mean, this was Banana's seventh ring. I think he's probably won at least two, three, four other times in harder finals. Um, I mean, it's it's cool. You had the snow and all that, but just having – it felt so one episode, too. And like it's funny because we always complain yeah. about it. But just one episode was just a buzzkill mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It was it was okay. What about um, I'm trying to remember some of like the bigger storylines, especially early on, because I feel like early on in the season is where um, it's less about you know who's who's going to the final, who's winning that last elimination. What about the whole? I think I think a, a storyline that that took up a lot of time early on and was a, a staple for the, the next, next week on the challenge. What about Jenna FaceTiming? Zach? Oh my Lord. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel like that was just back and forth every week. You know, Jenna, people said she was checked out and then she went into elimination and won. And then people were saying she was still checked out. Cause Zach was still calling her and all this. And then she goes in and loses like that, that yeah, was all I mean, over the place. I felt like he was part of the season this year. Like, I mean, yeah, he was on it more, more than, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see. Like, I mean, I don't know if you have it handy or anything, but how many, um, how many episodes was he actually on? I want to say it was like four, five, yeah, more, more. I think it was more episodes than his, uh, his stint. It's on gotta invasion. be. And I mean, what there was 16 episodes, 17 episodes, so you know. Was that twenty five percent? I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. I would say. I mean, he had more of an appearance than. I mean, think that's about this. A... He was on more episodes than CT. That is true. Yeah, God, I haven't a good seen ratio. a ratio like that since. All right. Um, what else? I mean, do, do you do you, what? Any other any other thoughts on the season as a whole? And we can, we'll touch on it at, at at the end after our awards too. Um. But before we move into our awards, you got any last thoughts in terms of how the season went, how you kind of look back on it now, anything like that? Um, no, I think the awards will, you know, speak for itself uh, once we get into that. Um, but like I said, I just thought it was just like, I mean, it was, I think it was a positive season. Wasn't like the absolute best. Wasn't that, it was definitely better than War of the Worlds too. But, you know, hopefully, you know, we just see that progression, like you talked about, of just the next season being better than the next, uh, the, the one before, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like we're in a good spot because this was better than the, than the prior season. And it's also, like we said, it wasn't great. It was good. And so that makes this, this, coming season pretty easy to like you know top exactly. what we just saw and so it like it makes it easier to to stay on that trajectory and also like maybe maybe they do whether it's next season or after maybe they do bring back this this red skull twist and kind of change it a little bit and make it so that because I, I think and what it was at its core of you know needing to win an elimination to make a final I think that was good it was just maybe you know, they, they tweak it a little bit for next season or something else. So yeah, I think overall it was good. And then maybe uh, it has some effects Absolutely. later on down the line. All right. Yeah. Should we get into some awards. Right All right. So we have, I think 10 awards here. Um, we'll go one by one. We'll kind of maybe alternate who goes first. 
we'll give our picks. Um, I think I think we can. I think we should allow repeat picks because I think um, some of these it's kind of hard to to come up with a second one. Um, most of them are pretty self-explanatory. Um, and so we'll just kind of go one by one, give our picks, explain them, uh, maybe give some honorable mentions after each one. And then we will do a little quick Sounds recap great. at the end. Sound good? All right. So our first award for tonight is going to be uh, for total madness rookie mm-hmm. of the year. And this is one, this is one we've done before. Um, yeah. If you go listen to our old season recaps, I think this is the third one we've done, but yeah, we do these awards. So a staple is, is rookie of the year, very self-explanatory. Um, there's usually a five or six. I think we had maybe seven rookies to choose from this season overall. Um, but how, you go first for rookie of the year. I, th- I think I think this one's a little a little easy, a little gimme. Um, well, but why don't you go first? I mean, there's two people I want to say, but yeah. I mean, I'll go. I think you're going to say Casey. Dot, dot, dot. Are you? I was going to say, I was going to go Jay. So, yes, he was out early and all that. But, I mean, he took out whatever, what everybody says is the greatest competitor of all time and all that BS. Took out CT, went through, I mean, went three eliminations back to back to back. Went two and one. He really, and why I think he's the rookie of the year, and I'm not saying because of his performance or anything like that. I think his performance, though, gave him the opportunity to be on two, three, or four more seasons of the challenge. And that's why he is my, you know, he might not have been, you know, the best, but we didn't see all of them. But they're going to have him back for more seasons, and we're going to see that. So, you know, you look at some of these other rookies, you know, God, I don't even know. I'm looking at this like Swaggy C. Like, what did he ever do on the show? You know, he made it farther than um, Jay by six episodes, but he, he didn't make a lasting imprint or, in, yeah, anything on it. So, yeah. might as well, you know, get a guy who went two and one in elimination. And, you know, last time you saw him, you thought he broke his neck. So, that's why my rookie of the year is Jay. That. That's a really good pick. I, my my pick. I'm gonna go. This is where I thought you were going. I'm gonna go. Fessy. Dude, low key, completely forgot he was um, a rookie. <laughs> I know. I thought you might have forgotten that when you were explaining that. Um, but yeah, I think when I was when you look at the rookies for the season, really the only three I think in contention were Jay, Fessy, uh, and Casey. I'm going Fessy just because I think he perform in terms of like week to week performance your performance on the overall season i would go fessy i mean he finished fourth um just behind fourth for the guys just behind bananas i mean all-timer kyle he's done this before and then Corey, who's a solid challenger um i feel like fessy was just like he's a, a good good mix like the exact mix you want of of strength and being big and then, like, obviously, he has an athletic background. Um, he has good endurance. He, you know, he played uh, college football at the University of Tennessee, uh, Chattanooga. Um, so I think, I think overall, he was just a very solid rookie performance. I think you kind of within the first couple episodes, you got the feeling like, okay, this guy's gonna go far. Um, he earned his skull when he beat Jordan in that pole wrestle, which you know, feel bad for Jordan on that. Um, but then he just like makes it far. I think the one, I don't know if it's really a knock, but just the fact that he's kind of a 
more of like a he's just a more normal guy you know like he's not really like great for tv um i think people like him the house seemed to like him a lot so i think we'll get him back on the challenge um but just wasn't anything that like you know pops off your screen so so my picks all right not a bad pick not a bad pick at all probably the better pick honestly i you know he kind of yeah you know like i said it's been so long ago i kind of forget who was you know a rookie and stuff See, I was I was thinking though, like when you were when you were picking Jay, I think I think there's a there's a almost a better case to be made for Jay just in the fact that it's like if you win, you win, right? And then if you if you don't get gold, it's like when you think back to you on that season, what did you do? And I feel like if you're comparing Fessy and Jay, and you're thinking back to like what they did on Total Madness, you almost think of Jay first, you know, even though he was a dozen episodes before Fessy. Cause it's like, you think about Fessy and it's like, yeah, he was good. He made the final, all that. And, it, but it's like, you think of Jay and your mind instantly goes to like, he beat CT. He won the, he won the first two eliminations of the season. So, so I, yeah, I think Jay is a really well, good pick. That's there. why I think like, like I brought up, like it, it just gave him so many, like another opportunity. And I think that's massive mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of these people that kind of just get lost in the sauce and, you know, they don't really get a second chance and you know winning two eliminations especially against ct gives you kind of a name i mean yes he didn't have like the best you know character on tv that spice you know stirs the pot a little or does anything like that but i mean he did kind of show little when he was saying yeah throw me anybody i'm not scared of you know like anyone or whatever so yeah yeah, and then I think the only honorable mention there for this one would be Casey. I think Casey is very similar to to kind of the way I described Fessy. Uh, I think she was kind of the girl version of Fessy, just you know, someone who performed every single episode, good competitor, not great on TV. She finished second for the girls, so I think her performance alone, just like Fessy, will get her back to another challenge. Um, but just like a very, you can't really ask for a much better like rookie season than yep, to, to, to finish second. I mean, you know what I mean. All right. Um, so that was rookie of the year. Next award. Um, I'll go first for this one. We got comeback player of the year. So what we've done in the past is you can kind of really go a few different directions for this one. You can do someone who, you know, maybe hasn't been on the show in a while and came back. Uh, maybe someone who did really, really bad recently and then came back and had a good season. Um, so I'll go first. I think my comeback player of the year um, do you I know mean, who your pick is for it's this? hard to go against bananas on this one. Don't don't say it. Okay, I was. I think I was Jenny, thinking even though Jenny won, I think just she's I, another good one. You know, coming back. I mean, she got eliminated in that hall brawl last. We saw her. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think. So my pick here's my pick here's my pick. I'm gonna go. Come I back was about to year. say I'm that. Going Corey. I'm going Corey. Um, obviously it's kind of more in the direction of he hasn't been on the show in a few seasons. Um, I think the last one he did was final reckoning and he, you know, was throwing Tony down and even that one, he didn't, you know, he was a mercenary. So, and then like before that was vendettas and he went home first. So like, it's just kind of like, you almost forgot about Corey. And then like the second he was back on from episode one, you were like, wow, like this guy's a good competitor. He's like good on camera. You know, he's kind of funny. Like people like him and everything. Um, and I, I, I've never been the, the biggest Corey guy, but I think this season, um, he was just good. Obviously he, he talked about Ryder every single episode. You had the thing with Nelson at the end. 
Um, so, and he, he finishes third among all the guys for, I really all, well, I was like almost rooting for him in the final, just cause you know, the whole rider situation, but um, he beat Swaggy to get his red skull. So I just think overall Corey, I think the whole getting rid of politics made, cause I think like the reason I d- didn't like Corey was cause he comes in, you know, trying to take out all the vets every season and all this, whereas this time he was more humble. He wasn't really doing that cause like he couldn't. That. So yeah. Yeah. He was more humbled. He was just a, a level, more level headed guy. He finished his third. He hasn't been on in a while. So right. comeback player. I'm going to pick. Um, I'll probably just stick with bananas. I mean, coming off of war of the worlds too. I mean, I'm trying to remember. I think he went home like right after Wes, like episode four or five, sixes of the world, you know, one of those. So this yeah. for him was a season where he had to, you know, step it up. I mean, this, this is it. Like, I mean, I think he kind of looked at it as do I still have gas left in the tank and all that? And I mean, winning, winning regardless. I mean, you definitely still have some gas left. So that's why, I mean, from, you know, second to last to first, I mean, that's how I look at it straight up. So yeah, my pick is, uh, Johnny Bananas. Yeah, I mean, you can't have a much greater comeback in terms of standings than that. I don't, I don't really think there's a ton of other options just because, like, you have the uh, rookies that take away. I from was this thinking pick. Um, a lot of the vets early. The only other name I was thinking of was maybe Anissa, just because she was kind of, or Nelson, just because they've kind of been two names who have, like Corey, not been on the show in a while and had compared to their mm-hmm. usual standards, pretty good seasons. So, uh, I was, you know, for some reason, too, um, you didn't bring it up, but I was thinking Melissa. Okay. Well, that that reminds me, I did have another honorable mention for Rookie of the Year, Ooh. and that was going to oh be Vienna. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's good no that's good but seriously when was the last time melissa was on the that's... show wasn't it like vendetta i think it was a final reckoning she got in a fight with kayla yeah she was so, on like uh, first episode i think i don't know i i was thinking that as a sleeper i mean making the final and stuff so so yeah. i don't know I think I think yeah, we, I think like we have got pretty, pretty solid, solid picks one. there. Blow me. All right, you ready for the next one? Uh, I'll let you go first in this one. I think there's a few options, um, kind of the opposite of comeback, but it's going to be let down of the year. So you know, a challenger who had big expectations, a big name going into it, and just yeah, didn't for really sure. Live up to um, the hype. You you know, you know, sure. I think there's a an obvious choice, but I'm not going to pick it. Because I always think this person's overrated, and I don't even think it's even worth mentioning their name as the letdown of the year because they're overrated. So I expect it. And that's CT, and I, I won't pick him. But my letdown of the year, by far, is Tory Deal. I think Ooh. this was such an easy season for Tory to make the final. She literally went in exactly when she wanted against Jenna. Jenna was checked out. It was a pretty, like, I felt like it was a pretty, like, easy elimination for her, and she lost. So, yeah, I was very disappointed with her performance in the game. 
God, she went home third for girls. That's just insane. That should never happen from her. So, that's my letdown of the year. Yeah. That's a good pick. My my pick is not going to be Tori, but it's going to be as, as close to that Ooh. as it could be. I'm going Jordan. Um, and, it, and it pains me to say that because I think we're both pretty big Jordan guys. But, I mean, just pretty much this – I mean, the same reasoning. This was – this was someone who um, is, I was, I would think the favorite going into it just because he's won the last three challenges that he's done. This total madness was his earliest exit uh, ever. I mean, he's always making it to the final uh, or losing in a, a um, thing to bananas. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I, I, and you got kind of that vibe early on that something was just a little off for Jordan, especially when Tori went home, you knew that he wasn't mm-hmm. really going to last that much longer. Um, and I mean, it's, it's tough to, to go back to back, obviously to go straight from war of the worlds to winning it all um, to winning this one. So uh, that, that's my pick. I mean, it's someone who, who's, who's a stud every single year, makes it to the final every single year. And then just went out um, episode. What was it? Episode. Eight episode eight. I mean, that's just that's halfway for Jordan to make it halfway. That that see that's the reason the why I don't think for me it was such a big letdown. I mean, yes, it's it stunk. Don't get me wrong, but it, it it was how he left the game. Like that elimination, he had zero chance. And like if it was against anybody yeah. else, then I'd be then I could see it. But like, there's no way going into that elimination against Fessy. Um, there's no way he's the favorite at all. And when you do a pole wrestle with yeah. one hand, I mean, that's come a good on. point. So, so, uh, next. What about, what, oh, I, I'm what sorry, about, I'm what about any honorable mentions? mentions? I mean, like you, um, like you said, CT went out early and so did Ashley, but I feel like the reason I didn't really pick either one of them is because they've, gone home early in the past. I feel like Ashley and CT are like prime examples of like boomer bust. They either win the final or they yeah. go home first. Actually, I mean, they both done my that. Second pick, sorry. Uh, my second pick, sorry. My second pick would have been Wes. I just thought. Okay, that's a good pick. That's because, a good pick. I mean, they were working together. They were cooking up everything. And just to see how that all kind of ended, it was just, it, it just felt bad. Like, you know going against each other. They were working together. I mean, there's no bl- bad blood or anything. It, it was just, it just stunk to see them, you know, doing that. Yeah. No, Wes, I think is probably mm-hmm. the only other option there. That's a good pick. So, so I went, uh, who did I go with? I went, I went Jordan, you went Tori. Okay. Yep. Um, you ready for the next award? All right. So the next award we got, uh, I'll go first first for this one um it's not a person but it's going to be elimination of the year so all the elimination rounds uh we pick our favorite everything the circumstances around it all that um so for elimination of the year i feel like there's a few good options i feel like every year there's maybe three or four to choose from i think my pick for elimination round of the year i'm gonna go j beating ct Wow. Upset alert. And I, the, so the elimination itself, I think was, 
was good. It was solid. You know, the whole protect your fort or whatever, and then break into the other guys. I thought that one was, I thought it was solid. I thought it was, um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but a lot of the eliminations these days aren't great. Um, they're just kind of average middle of the road. And I think this one was too, but I think this was just the fact, I mean, that the fact that JBCT in an elimination round and one where CT nominated himself. And so I feel like this was just kind of the moment where it was like, it got the juices flowing. You know what I mean? Cause like first, first two episodes, you had two first two episodes. It's like, great. You know, we got a challenge back, all that stuff, but it's nothing. There's nothing like really, there's no great moments because you have two rookies going home right away. So it's like, yeah, the challenge is back. But like now we need something to like get the season going. We need something to like look back on, think about as a great moment. Um, and this was one episode three where it just like kept that momentum going with CT, um, you know, a big name going home against the rookie and, the it, it, like watching the elimination itself it was like obviously an upset because everybody thought ct was going to win he was going to tie the knots and all that and then and then jay just like rips open that door and like i remember watching that one and that was one of the ones where like i was standing up i was like couldn't control myself like just overall i think elimination itself like in the sand maybe a, a b but elimination outside of that and what it was and what it meant for the season I would say I would say A or A plus. Yeah, I don't know if you were actually standing up. I call bullshit on that. Oh, I was. Uh, I was. No chance. I think what was crazy about that elimination was that um, I felt like there was no way Jay was winning that. Like, kind of yeah. like you can kind of tell like the classic foreshadowing of the challenge of you know oh we we know what's going to happen. But I felt like in that one, I just did not see that coming. Like, they did not foreshadow it or anything. And I was like, oh, damn. That kind of just, he kind of just rips open the door and you're just like, damn. Yeah. But my pick for elimination of the year, you talked about like good moments and moments that, you know, that are kind of like iconic and you think back to. I don't think there was an elimination that was like, you know, the classic like bananas backpack or, you know, like a good old pole wrestle that, you know, or even a hall brawl. I didn't think any of those were that good. But one thing that stood out to me this year was what elimination was this? Was the classic Rogan versus Nelson hall or um yeah, I yeah. guess it was a hall brawl <laughs> classic. Uh, but not I wouldn't say the actual elimination. This is going to sound kind of weird. The elimination itself wasn't iconic. It was what Nelson did. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. Like. So kind of volunteering himself for Corey, you know, said, hey, man, you know, let me go in. Let's give Ryder a chance, you know, to get some money. So I think it was more like the elimination itself. Like, God, I remember watching it and Nelson should have won round one. Um, And he should have jumped over him round two. I don't know what he was doing. He kept holding on to him. Um, And here we are still talking about this (laughs) him not doing the right thing. But I feel like it was an elimination where, um, you know, it was just iconic to see how, you know, how good their friendship actually is between Nelson and Corey. And, like, you know, in the game it's strong, but, like, even outside of the game it's even stronger. And, I mean, it just showed the kind of person Nelson is. And, you know, Nelson might not even be able to, you know, 
open a champagne bottle when he works, literally has a club himself, but, you know, at least he's a good friend that always has his friends back. Yeah, but but does does Nelson know like state capitals pretty well? All right, <laughs> let's just let's just keep going. No, that 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 that's a good pick. I feel like that one. Um, it's it's great because of like you said the nominate nominating himself to go down, and then even though the hall brawl itself wasn't like the best hall brawl we've seen, it's still a hall brawl. You know, it's still a good old fashioned headbanger. Absolutely, um, two guys going at it in the sand. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that's a really good pick. Thank you. You're welcome. So, so I'm thinking I'm thinking changing it up a bit. You know, we always do the classic awards. You know, eliminations, MVP, LVPs, all that stuff. I'm throwing this one out now. Sorry for kind of scratching your plan, but I want to do the Who Award. Who? Exactly. Who? Um, uh, and explain. I- Go ahead. Sorry. Explain. Explain. What do you mean explain? There's really nothing to explain except, like, do you even remember these havies were on the show? Okay, um, so that's the award. Exactly. So, you know, looking back at the challenge, there's a bunch of people I'm just like, wait, they were on the show and stuff? So, I think the one that stands out to me the most is Jen, still. <laughs> like... I, I said it in the beginning of the show, the literally in the opening, and I still forgot her name. I had to look it up again. Jen, Jennifer Lee. Who? Like, I mean, who is she? What elimination was she in? I, I have zero idea. Was she? Are we sure she was on the season? I think she was. Didn't she lose that one to Ginny where it took like eight seconds when they were like <laughs> flipping the things upside down? That can't be right. I, I I hand up though. I always thought Jen was kind of bad. God, she sounds kind of bad. All right, so that's your pick, Jen. Yep, my pick is Jen. All right, my pick for who of the year. Um, when you hear their name, you say who because you don't know that they're on the season. Who you forget? You forget they're on the season. Um, I like to go for this. I like to go somebody who who lasted a long time because it just kind of makes it like even more surprising that you that you don't remember them but I think my pick for who of the year they made it they were on 11 episodes 11 out of 16 episodes this season I'm going Maddie oh okay I'm going Maddie because she she was on a, a lot but she was like never on the screen she didn't really do much um I think a big part of it too is the elimination she lost that sent her home. Um, was the that remember that weird episode where like the D stuff came out, so they edited D out and it was like a short episode, it was really choppy. That was yes. the yes, yes, yes. That yes. was the that was the one where Maddie went home. So I feel like you I mean that episode was terrible. It was just a weird episode. And so the fact that like Maddie went home, you just kind of forget that. So you don't really remember her leaving. And then her being on it, she didn't really have any storylines. I think she got into a fight with Ashley, maybe episode two or three, but like it wasn't that big of a fight. Um, I and just like I, I think about Maddie on Total Madness, and she just did absolutely nothing. God, and I mean that's another kind of a big letdown. I feel like I mean she's yeah. like a pretty solid competitor. I'm not saying like a you know a top three competitor, but she's she's good. Um, yeah, and to see her go that early, I mean, 
you know, that's tough. So, yeah. yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think of who else. What about uh... Loki? Completely forgot about Big T's toe. Yeah, that Big T is a solid pick there. I was thinking I feel like that she had, like, one. She had like a few like funny episodes, but aside from that, she didn't really do anything. No, she did absolutely nothing. Maybe I'm thinking almost like Swaggy C. Who? Because <laughs> he like made it twelve episodes, um, and like the only really time he was ever on TV when it was when was it when it was like with the whole like him and Bailey together, you know, or him mm-hmm. being early on, but he never really like actually did anything. Um, so I think I think maybe maybe Swaggy there. Um, I think D is an option for it, but obviously like the last half of her, her season was cut off. So I don't really think that counts as much. Um, I'm looking for other people. I think that's really about it. I mean, I feel like everybody else is kind of in or besides like the people who, you know, Asaf, Ashley kind of. Yeah. um, I was thinking Asaf, but ever since I made that statement about the keyboard and how you just play with the keys and that's kind of what you spell it's kind of just been stuck in my head. So I've kind of remembered him that way. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, what, uh, sorry for kind of jumping in there with who award, but what else you got? All right. So, um, so these next four awards kind of tie into each other. I'll explain. So like every episode, we're going to do MVP, LVP. Um, but we're going to do, we're going to do two different types of them. So we're going to do, because it's the season and we're giving our season awards. um, We're going to do an LVP and MVP specifically for a challenger. Cause, cause when we do these awards, sometimes we'll like say like, you know, Wes or Johnny or something, but then we'll do like non challengers, like whether it's TJ production, whatever. Um, And so we'll do an MVP for uh, like an actual challenger on the season and an LVP or, and then we'll do, um, somebody that's not a challenger. So the first one we're going to do, we're going to do LVP for a challenger. So you have to pick somebody who is a challenger on the season and you're just giving the LVP to. Okay. Yep. All right. So uh, I think I'm up first for this one. So my LVP, if I have to pick someone who was on the season, I think, I think for, for challenger for MVP and LVP, I think there's surprisingly a good amount of people to pick from. I think my pick for LVP, I'm just looking at it real quick. I think I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going friend of the program, Josh. Wow. wow. Um, I'm going Josh, uh, friend of the program. If you haven't listened to our interview from a couple seasons ago, go check that shit out. Um, I'm going Josh just because he, it's almost like he, he was a who because he didn't really do anything in terms of the challenge but he was on screen all the time and he was always crying and fighting and screaming at Swaggy and, and Wes and all that. And it's just like, like as the season went on, I was trying to like tolerate it and be like, you know, like this, I kind of like Josh still, like he was, he was a good guest and he still was. And like, like he's a, he seems like a good guy. Um, and then like the season went on, it was just like every single episode he was crying about something and I, I just couldn't do it anymore. So um, and then he loses against Kyle, who Kyle's a good competitor, but I think he's, if you see Kyle in an elimination round, you don't really feel intimidated and Josh still lost. Um, 
So just uh, just an overall terrible performance by Josh. Mm, very good. I was thinking Josh. I just could never do that to a friend of the program. Um, and I'm going with CT. Ooh, okay. I mean, everybody says you are the greatest of all time. You're this big, bad wolf. You know, you're this tough guy. Um, you know, all this jazz. And you literally go against, in the house, probably the smallest guy. Yeah. The smallest guy in something where you are literally ripping stuff down. Like, ripping it up, try to get in. And you lose in the third episode. And not to mention, you volunteer to go in. Yeah. So... To me, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. If you want to say you're the best of all time and you pull that, there's no way. Yeah. And I think I think for CT, it's not only it's not only that he lost in elimination episode 3. I think it's kind of what like how it looks in terms of, you know, when 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 TJ introduced the twist, it was kind of the whole you know, I'm done with people like skating by people who don't go into eliminations and like make finals. And like, that's what CT is. Like CT is the guy who is, you know, uses his name, uses all the intimidation and all that to like to skate by and to not go into, to in, into eliminations anymore. I mean, he did Absolutely. it on fucking, Absolutely. he did it on fucking four of the worlds two and one. And so I don't think it's just the fact that that he, I think it's everything around that. It's the fact that he lost to a rookie in episode three, but then kind of how it looks from a standpoint of they introduced this twist to expose the people that don't go into elimination. And then CT, you know, this, this rain champ goes home episode three. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm so happy about it. <laughs> um, I guess my uh, LVP, uh, I guess it's a non-person, correct? Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do we have any uh, honorable mentions? Oh, we're doing honorable mentions too. For my, my my quick honorable mention for LVP as a challenger. I think this. I think most people would say this person would be D, just because she kind of sucked all season. She didn't make it to the final. I thought um, we weren't allowed I, to say her name, so that's why I didn't bring her up. Okay. Okay. This is a non-blank podcast. Just insert the, just insert the beep button during it. So, yeah, we'll we'll bleep that out. Yeah, thanks. Right. Um, so my LVP for non-challenger, I think yes. it's pretty obvious, and I think we're gonna have the exact same thing. I mean, there's actually never mind. Now that I think about it, there's two things, and now I'm oh. gonna change my vote because how did I forget Uh-oh. about this? Number one by far, LVP of the season that wasn't a person was just the fact that I had to see a swaggy and Bailey blanket. Oh my God. Like, I don't care if you're a couple like good for you. You can show it, do all that. But the fact that you make a blanket with your faces on it and stuff, I mean, come on, let's pump the brakes. That is psycho (laughs) shit. That is like, God, it just bothers me so much. And, And not to mention, that is something you just keep in your house, you know, when you guys are laying, you know, when you're, yeah. it's just a classic, like Sunday football day, you guys are just laying around doing nothing. It's not, Oh, let's bring this to the challenge house where we can just get made fun of. People can rip it up and do all that. I mean, <laughs> that, to me, that is the ugliest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. And I'm just telling you right now, 
if any of my girlfriends or whatever are listening right now, or my future wife, excuse me, I don't, I don't even have a girlfriend, but my future wife or anything, please Sarah. do not, do not make that. That is so embarrassing, and I will burn it into the fireplace. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't believe you remember that. I completely forgot about that stupid blanket. But see, that's the shit we remember from the season. I can't, yeah. I can't even remember Fezzi's a freaking rookie, but I can remember a swaggy <laughs> Bailey blanket. God, that's why we watch this fucking show. God. All right. I'm sorry. What else you got? All right. Um, that's that's a great pick. I was not thinking of it. Um, my LVP for, for a non-challenger is pretty easy. I'm going the Red Skull Twist. Wow. Okay. I, I think this is just a prime example. I mean, I don't I don't want to I don't want to harp on this too much because we kind of kind of talked about it early on. Um, but, it, but it's the Red Skull twist just cause from episode one, and obviously we saw it in the trailers and all that, like we knew this was going to be a twist and it seemed like a good idea. It seemed like a good concept. You know, you have to, to earn your spot in the final, especially after last season, it seemed like a good idea. And so it had the opportunity to, to be the MVP. Like I, I wish that, that they would have introduced the twist in a way that I was giving the same thing for my MVP non-challenger. Um, but it just, it just kind of dropped the ball mainly from the standpoint that I was really, and you were saying all year that you didn't think that anybody was going to get their heads chopped off, but I think I thought they were going to, and I was wrong on that. Um, so after seeing that, I, I think that uh, that's my, LV, <laughs> that's my LVP uh, is going to be the red school twist. Cause I think it had, it had a big opportunity to kind of prove itself. Well, um, it, at the end, it was just so awkward. It was just, you know, it, it, it like you, you were just waiting for it and it never came. That's what you yeah, said. I mean, people, yeah, people were offering to go in. So it just like, I don't know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as it could have been, you know? Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, so, so you went <laughs> the swaggy Bailey blanket. I went the red skull twist. Um, now we'll do our MVPs. So the first one's going to be MVP. Uh, you, you have to pick a challenger. Um, again, I think there's some good options here. I I think I have to do it. I would be remiss if I didn't. I mean, I, didn't. I think our picks are the same. It's impossible not to. Yeah. Does a bear shit in the woods? Yeah. So. Even- God. I mean, we we gotta go, Johnny Bananas, right? We gotta go, Johnny. God, I mean, just what a performance! That's why he was my comeback player of the year. He's got to be my LVP or my MVP of the year. I mean, come on, he's the goat. Yeah. He's the goat for a reason. Yeah, and I don't think that you. I don't think that every time, like Johnny wins a season, you need to give him MVP, and I don't think you need to give the MVP to to the champion every single time. But I think it's just the fact that he is the biggest name on the show and he did it after two straight seasons, you know, of early exits. It's how he did it. I mean, he dominated. I mean, he if it wasn't for that, um, you know, the little West thing and then the thing in the finale, his was kind of a cakewalk. It really was. Yeah, it was definitely not as hard as, you know, some of these other seasons. So. And like, and like we talked about it, um, I think in our, in our season preview for this season, basically like the, 
you know, Johnny's like an all-time great. He has six rings, but like before the season, it was almost like the more he kept doing these and going home early, he, all he was doing was hurting his own legacy because he was coming on when he didn't necessarily need to come on. And he was just like lowering his, lowering his percentage, going home early. And so it's like, you got the feeling that like for him to like kind of capture some of the momentum that he'd lost and, and the luster that he lost, he needed to come back and just, whether it was this season or another season, just win another ring, you know, win another ring. Uh, I don't think he's on the next season, so we'll see if he hangs it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Johnny, like it's, it's like, you know, Mahomes throwing 60 touchdowns. Like it feels like cheap giving him the MVP. Like it, he's the MVP. God, it's almost like giving LeBron James the MVP every year. Like we all know he should, but we just we just can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and I kind of interrupted you, and I know technically it should be my turn. So, should I give the MVP non-challenge? No, technically you should do it first, right? Uh, you can do it first. I think let's do uh, let's do a quick honorable mention for MVP. Oh God, dude. I mean- I- there's no other honorable mention. Fuck I, everyone else. You're I, win I mean, or you lose. Obviously, you could give it to Ginny. Obviously, yeah, you could. But I mean, I, then again, I think a sleeper is Kyle. I think a sleeper's Kyle. I think also. I think. I think Corey is a good sleeper too. Um, because I mean, he just had a good season throughout. It was easy to root for him. Hmm. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. Oh, wait. LVP non-challenger. Could it be Melissa's child? <laughs> but Holding how is her that... back oh. in the final. How is that an LVP? It held her back in the final. I was going to I was going to go the child for MVP. God. I mean, I I think it's an MVP and an LVP. It, it it's so it was an LVP in the in the sense of it held Melissa back, but it's an, L, it's an MVP as in it's a future challenge baby. And like wait. this, this baby has to be on the challenge, right? Like we all know that. Wait a second. So you're telling me, you're telling me that, that, that here we are doing our, our, our season recap show. We have all these awards. We have 10 awards and there's someone tonight walking away with at least an honorable mention for, for MVP, well, technically L- she ain't even walking yet. <laughs> so she's she's crawling away with MVP, LVP, and Rookie of the Year, and it's a fucking infant, <laughs> someone who wasn't even born during the show. God, I mean, just think that baby has more words than probably Josh in his five seasons. <laughs> that is true. God. That baby will be on the show in no time. God, Bloodline 7. God, it just goes so fast. So fast. All right. Um, no, I, I think you're up for the next one for a non-challenger. All MVP. right, so my MVP for non-challenger, and I think this was essential to the uh-huh. season, and it's going to be Skype. Ooh, okay. I th- okay. And I think it was massive, massive. For bringing on, I now I, I say Skype, but I'll put a little asterisk by it because we're not sure if it's Skype, uh, one of those, you know, I don't even know I, what the other one, Zooms of the world, definitely not WebEx because the connection was so good, but one of those FaceTimes of the world, whatever, because 
bringing on Zach as an extra contestant on the show was just perfect. And then I just think it was just beautiful. That's all. That's all you really need to say. I mean, who who doesn't want to see Zach? And when it's him him fighting with uh, what's her name, Jenna, it's even more priceless. Yeah, that's that's a very good pick. Yep. So that's my that's my pick. Um, good pick. I think I'm gonna go for MVP non challenger. Um, I'm gonna go with. The challenge itself. Dot, dot, dot. And the reason why is because of the fact that pretty much this entire season happened when there was no sports on. It was. People do forget that. I mean, there was no sports on. The first episode was on April 1st. So if you think back, that was like, that was literally when like everybody was like, understanding and getting the idea that like there nobody was going to be going anywhere. There wasn't going to be any sports, anything good on TV. Um, it was right when quarantine was getting started and all that. And so the, the fact that they had, had filmed this and had it ready to go was, was amazing. Um, and then we were able to just like look forward to like something, a competitive, like new show that we all love every single week. Um, it, it just made it so much better. Cause like, and other challenge seasons, it's like great we have the challenge, but like we actually have like other stuff to look forward to and watch and everything. Yeah, and like this, if this it was time, on a Monday, it would even be better. But <laughs> yeah, this and this time around, like we we literally had nothing. So like the challenge, I think it's I think the challenge itself is my MVP. God, it was it was clutch having it on during during quarantine. Uh, but a big honorable mention uh, for MVP, I would have to give a shout out to that bar. Um, I mean, they definitely during they quarantine a got a lot of money. I can only imagine those tabs, what they were at. So, yeah, I thought I thought they were supposed to be locked in a bunker. God, definitely not in a bunker. Uh, all right. So I went the challenge. I went. Wait, ch- you you got no other honorable mention? Um, for, I mean, obviously, you could go TJ. TJ obviously is a, isn't always a good pick. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, I, like I said, I wish the the red skull twist would have been uh, would have been one. I think the bunker I wish would have been one, but I think it was just kind of average overall. Um, Skype, like you said, was a good one. Uh, I'm trying to think back to every um, Vienna. I think it has it has a decent shot at the oh, award. Oh. God. Another one? Is that four? <laughs> um I would maybe say the <laughs> I, I all right, so so my my last honorable mention, kind of hard to describe it, is is not Johnny Bananas, but the fact that Johnny Bananas won the challenge, if you get what I'm saying. His persona like, winning. Yeah, and, and like I mean that night, you know, he was posting <laughs> Didn't he, he was selling a shirt on his website for $77. Like, no, he did the, incorrect. That's wrong. He was selling a shirt for $77 and 77 cents. Yeah. I mean, I mean come on. How greedy do you got to be? That's hilarious. Just like a fucking t shirt for $77.77. $77. Um, so I, I think just the fact that he won it, you know, he was posting. Um, he was posting the, you know, the Michael Jordan picture with all the rings and everything. You knew he was going to be cocky as fuck about it. 
So, so my only other MVP for, for non-challengers wouldn't be Johnny Bananas, but the fact that Johnny Bananas was the winner. God, just awesome. Alrighty. How many more awards we got? We're, we're, we're winding down, right? We got, I think we got one more. Yeah, we just, we got, uh, we got one more. I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm actually on his website right now trying to see if he still has those shirts for sale. Oh God. He has. <coughs> Bless me. you. Oh, thank you. He has a face mask for sale. God. It's so greedy. <laughs> um yeah we do have one more award um it is the one shining moment award one shining so this, moment so this is uh, this is one that's not a person um it's a moment it, it's you know when when you look back on the season total madness and you think of one single moment you know what do you think of regardless of how the season went the, the overall quality etc um, just when you think about the, the total madness, what do you think of? Okay. Yep. Uh, am I up first? Yep. So my pick for, I think there's a few to go with here. I'm going to go with, for my one shining moment of the season, I'm going to go with bananas beating Wes. Wow. And I, I didn't go with this one for my, for my elimination and it was more so because i i i was less of a fan of that you know elimination where they were finding the batteries or whatever and just more fan of like from a from a tv perspective the fact that i mean i and i we discussed it a lot in our episode recap that week um but just the fact that like from the beginning it was it was bananas and west teaming up you know they've been going at it for literally over a decade and so the fact that the fact alone that they were like teaming up, I think builds that storyline and that storyline carried very well through the first um, half of the season. And then it got to a point where Wes threw himself in and I think it was in, and obviously bananas won. And I think it was just the fact that like, as we were watching bananas and West together, I think most people, whether you were originally a West fan or a Johnny fan, you wanted like you wanted it to work out, you know, just because it was something you hadn't seen before. They like seemed like genuinely kind of happy about it. Um, and so you kind of wanted it to work out and it kind of like, it kind of did like, obviously like, you know, bananas was saying West shouldn't have thrown himself in, but I don't think there was any bad blood when it happened. It was mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, they both wanted their shot at, at getting a skull. And so the fact that West threw himself in and like, and then, and then that adds to the fact that you finally got to see Wes and Bananas go head to head, which is something we haven't had before. So, and then like you, you have them like hugging each other afterwards. They're playing the music and all that. So, I don't know. When I think of the season, I think of obviously Bananas because he won, and like one of his main storylines was Bananas and Wes. And then the fact that you know episode ten, it all comes to a head in like a non, like a non evil way because like they were both on the same page with it they're still friends today so that's my one shining moment bananas beating Wes. yeah i mean you kind of did the work for me there i mean you kind of hit everything uh i probably would have to agree with that um i mean he's the goat i mean there's not much to say um and like you kind of said everything i really don't need to say anything so uh thank you for kind of stealing what i was gonna say 
You're welcome. God. So, Alex, is that it? We done? I I think we're done. Any honorable mentions? Oh, uh, God. There's no... The other honorable mention I was I thinking mean, of was the Nelson and Corey moment. Yeah, I think I think you could also say... I feel like you could say this this any season whenever somebody wins, but like Bananas kind of getting his seventh ring, I think was something. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, like, sorry, one one more thing. Um, you know why I also think Bananas and West was just so awesome. It, the hype was just so unreal for it. I mean, they were doing they were doing like Instagram videos of it. Like it, yeah. it just felt everything was like alive during it. Wouldn't you say yeah. so? Yeah, yeah, I agree. God, it sounds like you agree. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, um, yeah, it, like yeah. The first, <laughs> I would say another honorable mention would just be like the first episode, just because kind of going back to my last thing, like there was no sports on, so just getting the premiere out was good. Oh. Um, bananas crossing the finish line, CT going home early. Uh, there weren't really any big like fights or anything or big hookups, I don't think. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's, I think we're good. I think honorable mentions, um, for, for one shining moment, one like sad moment that I kind of think of is like, we talked about Jordan going home so early, mm-hmm. like, uh, in a physical elimination that's usually like one of the best eliminations we get. And obviously this one wasn't cause it was Jordan and it was a big name and it just like felt kind of sad watching him go home like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think that's it for uh, one shining moment. Yeah. Well, there's, is there anything else or should we give them a little teaser of what, what's to come if you've stuck around with us? Yeah. So, yeah. So those are all our awards. That's kind of our season recap. So, um, so Trev and I have kind of talked about this, uh, and, and Trev, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've, so we've kind of talked about it and, you know, we're obviously in the off season still right now, the next season's getting started. Um, I, you know, we don't look at spoilers. We got some guys working for us that work, look at spoilers. who don't tell us, Um, but I think that, I think the next season is maybe like 25% of the way done. So I think we still have, I mean, maybe another nine months before, uh, six months before the, before the challenge comes back on TV. And so I think our plan, especially because we're still kind of quarantined, don't have uh, a a ton to do, you know, compared to other times. But I think our plan Trev is to kind of like pick back up where we left off to, to kind of pump out a podcast every week. Um, kind of get on like a regular routine there. And I think, so whenever we post this, I think we'll post this maybe uh, the week of the 5th, October 5th. Um, and so at, every week after that, I think our plan is to record and post the podcast for whatever we want. And I think the first thing we're going to start, obviously it's all going to be challenge related, but I think the first thing we're going to start with is going to be uh, Champs for Stars. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, it is. So, so we might do some like some longer, you know, real legit season recaps and like rewatch some old seasons, but we figured what would be kind of a good way to, to, to test that out and see if we want to do that is to do champs for stars. So I think our plan, um, so there's obviously three seasons 
and we kind of got the idea from this when we were just like reading the wikipedia pages for it like obviously we watched it live but like they were kind of smashed like in between seasons so like so much of the stuff we were reading we were like wait did that really happen and so our plan is to um kind of do a little mini series where we do a deep dive into each season of champs or stars so i think it would be maybe three episodes or six, depending on if we split it up uh, into two episodes each. So I think basically the next episode that Stir the Pot would put out would be a Champs vs. Pros Season 1 recap. Uh, Trevor and I will watch the season. If you guys want to watch along with us, we'll be tweeting out and everything. Um, and then we'll do like a deep dive recap into the whole season because I think every ep- or every season is only like six episodes or so. Um, so I think... Trev, how does that sound with you? Sounds great to me. Yeah, so I think I think that's that's the plan. We'll kind of figure out as we go what we want to to talk about and record. Um, but basically, look look forward to having a new stir the pot episode once a week uh, till uh, once a week until the next season comes out. Because then we'll just pick back up with episode recaps. So we'll try to put a uh, put an episode out uh, once a week or so, and then it's going to be. We're going to start it off with a Champs vs. Stars uh, recap series. Sounds good to me. Okay. All righty. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I was going to say something else, but we'll save it for the next podcast. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. That is Stir the Pod. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. Love you guys. I'm